0: The following program is rated ML for mature listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Previously on Delicate City. So you think I'm this so-called junkie, huh? Paying me drunken compliments? I wasn't even that drunk. You always thought I was no good, even when I was saving people. Well, let me tell you something. You fucking cardboard loving asshole. I'm done playing this town's game. You're coming with me.
0: Don't you dare talk to me like that. I'm a damn captain of this police precinct. I can arrest-
1: Let the fun begin.
2: (laughs) Feelings, we all have them. It's what makes us human. But why can some people shut it out and others can't hide it? Well, Mr. Everyone clearly has shut off his emotions. What happened in the previous scene makes you wonder. Is he a nice person? Is he a complete phony? Or does he know how to hide things? Let's dive back into Mr. Everyone and Main Cop being portaled somewhere downtown.
1: What the fuck are you doing? Teaching you a lesson, for once. Thinking I'm a junkie or calling me out? All I wanted to do was help. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm over being the nice guy. I remember who I was back in the day, and I had the freedom to do what I wanted. Even killed my own brother. Isn't that just outstanding? You're a fucking psycho. You're okay with just killing people... And getting away with it? Do you not realize who I am? You think I actually give a fuck? You're lucky that I'm even keeping you alive with me. I've wanted to kill you from day one. You fucking screaming into the loudspeaker, calling me names, and thinking I can't save people? He laughs,
2: snaps his fingers, and dresses back into his cape. Except this time, his cape is red and black.
1: What the? Who are you? Marcus. My name is Marcus. So not a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Welcome back, Marcus. Man, I have missed you. Likewise, dude. Nathaniel, are you there today? Or are you being a pussy since I killed you? How do I even exist in your head, then? That's a great question I can sort out later. Now let the games begin. What are you planning, Marcus? You'll see. I need you alive and present.
2: The main cop gulps. Scared.
1: You are what I call... bait. Fuck! Why am I bait? Shut up. Just shut up or I'll kill you right
0: now. You can't kill me. You just said I'm bait.
2: He stops talking and sits on the side of the ledge, waiting. Meanwhile, Detective Isaacs left Detective Norman at the bar after the awkward kiss and her confessing she made a mistake. She's currently driving away when she slams on the brakes, turns the car around, and heads back towards the bar. Detective Norman is sitting on the nasty graffiti bench outside. He sees her approach... She parks the car and gets out. They look at each other for a moment before one of them speaks.
3: Figured you wouldn't come back. Fucking scared you off. You didn't scare me
4: off. I just have a lot on my mind. I literally just made Mr. Everyone remember his past because of death. Now now I don't know what to do. And I really hate to admit this, but I need your help.
3: Oh, so now you want to acknowledge me? You always need my help. Are you going to even talk about our kiss? Or are you going to forget about that, too?
4: Seriously? Right this minute you want to talk about that? Okay, fine. We kissed. Well, you kissed me, and and I kind of didn't push you away. Oh, God, what does that say about me?
3: It just means that you actually like me. Thank God. Because that would have been fucking awkward. Not to mention the whole partner's thing. Can I kiss you again? No.
4: I mean, I don't know. Damn it, Blake. Why did you have to go and screw things up? Why me? There are plenty of other women. What, what makes me someone you want to be around?
3: You want a serious answer? Since the first time I met you, you've been so driven and always aimed for the stars. You're You're more of a detective than anyone I know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not great. I get it. I'm fucking corny. But it's actually something I admire. I, I mean, why would you even like me?
4: Well, honestly... Being around you at times is very annoying, especially with your eating habits. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love me some pie. But then just working with you, I feel like I know you more and more, and it feels like I'm gravitating towards you. Does does that make any sense?
3: Kind of. Sure, I love eating sweets and whatever else. At least I have the balls to share my feelings. Don't get all defensive on me now. I'm just trying to tell you what I'm
4: feeling, too. So many things have happened with us. Work, Mr. Everyone... That I feel like whatever our feelings are for each other, it can't be the priority. I'm sorry.
3: Well, thank you for at least letting me know. I'm, I'm sure you have a lot to deal with right now. But do I even have a remote chance with you or not? That's, that's really all I need to know. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm
4: doing anymore. I'm overwhelmed. Our boss hates us. I'm pretty sure we're fired. Also, we have to really figure out what Mr. Everyone is truly up to. I mean, there is a chance, though.
3: A chance for you
4: and I? There's always a chance. But right now, we really need to focus on the matter at hand. He
2: comes in close and hugs her. She lets him, and then he slowly plants a kiss on her cheek. She smiles, and they get in the car, driving downtown.
3: Uh, Okay, so with everything happening that happened in the bar, like, do you think that he's left the city? Oh, no. He's
4: definitely still here. He basically let loose, and now who knows where he's at. We need to find out how to get a hold of him. Before she can finish
2: that sentence, Detective Norman's cell phone rings. He rolls his eyes as he knows the number. He shows it to Detective Isaacs. She slows
4: down the car. It reads, Detective Douche.
3: Should I answer it?
4: I mean, shit. We're probably on probation. Or fired. Maybe, maybe let it ring. You're
3: the one who was always telling me to just go for it, so perhaps it's wise I answer the phone. Fuck! He answers the phone. Detective Norman here.
0: Ah, Blake. Great to hear your voice. Are you guys anywhere near downtown?
3: Blake looks over
2: at Mia, puzzled. He holds the phone away from his mouth.
3: There's something kind of off about him. He just complimented me. Kind of. I'm going to put him on speaker.
2: She looks at him as he puts the phone down and puts him on speaker.
3: Hey, boss. We're actually driving downtown to head into the office.
0: Oh, great. That just sounds great. Now, can you just go into my office and grab a file that's sitting on my desk?
3: They both look at each other knowing clearly
2: that their boss would never ever have them inside his office without him there. They know something
4: is wrong. Detective Isaacs here. What's the name of the file?
0: Mia, great to hear your voice too. It's the file that's labeled Mystery Cape. Do you think you can grab it? Sure thing. Where
3: exactly is it?
0: It's on my desk, located right next to the bourbon.
3: Detective Isaacs knows
2: exactly what he's talking about.
0: Just make sure it's between the bourbon and all the grants.
2: Main cop hangs up the phone.
3: Something's wrong.
4: You're telling me. He's on the corner of Bourbon and
3: Grant Street. How the fuck did you know that?
4: He has scotch in his desk. Remember, you tried to steal it the first week we became partners.
3: Shit, <laughs> yes, I do remember that. grants he hates doing those. So the only explanation is Grant Street close to downtown. Good job. See, we're great detectives.
4: We just need to figure out what we're headed into.
2: She presses her foot on the pedal, drives faster towards downtown. Meanwhile, Mr. Everyone just realized that main cop had made a phone call without
0: his knowledge. What the fuck did you just do? I'm entitled to a phone call. I can't be a prisoner without my rights. Don't listen to that bullshit. Fuck him up. What the hell are you playing at, Marcus? Oh no, Nate. You can go
1: fuck yourself. There has to be a way that I can get you out of my head for good this time. Counterpart. Any thoughts? Hmm, well, you can exercise him out. Kind of like an exorcist. How cool would that be? But then maybe I'd be ejected as well. Yikes. No, no, can't have that. That's not a bad idea. Having both of you out of my head would be fabulous. I mean, mom was in my head for a hot sec and then nothing. Maybe that's a way I can quiet the fucking noise. What the fuck? I haven't been that bad to you, have I? I mean, fuck, yes, you have. You've been a thorn in my ass since I got here, not helping me out in any way. Give me a good reason I shouldn't banish you. Sorry to interrupt whatever is happening here, but can I pee? You can fucking hold it. Or better yet, here, take this water bottle, whip it out, and just piss. I don't give a fuck what you do. I have to banish Nate. Fucking try. I dare you. I'm stuck in your head, and I'm going to haunt your ass until you die with me. It's a challenge that I am willing to accept. Fuck! Being evil rules. You haven't gone full evil yet. What's your plan? I have to destroy the person who's protecting me the most. Then I can go from there. Oh, okay. So you're going to kill Blake? Bingo! Or maybe I'll create another portal and send him through. You can't do that. You know how dangerous that is? Seriously, asshole. Don't tempt me in killing you right this minute. Ask him who he's talking to. Yeah. What he said. What who said? All right, uh, you can't hear him. Anyway, I want to know who you were talking to over the phone, and where did you get a phone
0: anyway? <laughs> I'm a fucking police captain. You don't think that I have a phone on me? Idiot.
2: Before he can take that back, Mr. Everyone punches him in the face.
1: Talk to me like that again, and I'll fucking snap you in half. Can you actually do that? I, I don't know.
0: It's just a metaphor, dude. Let me think for a second. Do you need a minute? By the way, I'm done peeing. Here's the bottle.
2: He throws a bottle at Mr. Everyone.
0: Fuck you!
1: Who the fuck did you call? I I called I called my detectives. Marcus, let up. This is perfect. Perfect how? They're coming to us. Ah, well well well. Good job. Thank you for leading them straight here. Shit.
2: He laughs his evil laugh and ties Main Cop's hands behind the chair. We head back to the car. Both detectives are driving towards where their boss is being
4: held.
3: We don't have anything with us.
4: There is a crowbar in the trunk. I always carry my gun. Don't, don't you?
3: I mean, I should, but we were off duty and at the bar, so I didn't bring it along. Fuck, what was I thinking? It's fine.
4: I might have an extra in the glove compartment.
3: What would I do without you? Eh, don't finish that sentence.
2: They arrive at the crossroads, but don't see anything. They both get out of the car and head towards the abandoned building. They enter. Mia!
3: If things go sideways, I just need to do something.
2: Before he can move, she kisses
4: him on the lips and pulls out her gun. There. We're even now. We both kissed each other. Now, keep your head up. Take this extra gun.
3: Thank you for that. Let's get this bastard.
2: They both start walking towards the empty room that has papers flying everywhere. Tarps are flapping, making the room very loud and scary to walk through. I I feel like
3: I'm in an episode of Law and Order or
4: CSI. Blake... Will you focus? It's more like Hawaii Five-0, minus the beautiful scenery. They both laugh quietly.
2: Detective Norman goes in first to protect Detective Isaacs. Detective Norman sees their boss strapped to a chair.
0: Blake, you shouldn't be here. You told us to come. It was a trap. I'm so sorry. Fuck. I had a feeling. Fuck.
2: Before they can get any closer, Mr. Everyone appears and flings his hand, causing Detective Isaacs to fly across the room. How the
1: fuck? Don't you fucking hurt her! Oh, are we getting all sentimental from Mia? Come on, dude, you can do so much better than that. Sure, she's beautiful and has a great body. I mean, I totally tapped that. I just don't want sloppy seconds. Fuck you! Who are you? What happened to you? I grew up, and then I realized that there's just so much more in this universe than I had expected. Look at this pathetic, cardboard-loving asshole. You take orders from him? Why would anyone want to take orders from people? Ah, freedom. Just do whatever you please. Like this.
2: He snaps his fingers and a metal pipe comes flying through the air and smacks Detective Isaacs in the head. He falls to the ground, bleeding from his head.
4: Detective Isaacs comes running after Mr. Everyone. You fucking coward. All you ever do is cause trouble, and what makes you think you'll do any better being evil? Do you even know what it's like to be a villain? No, of course you don't, you psychotic fucking prick. You gonna let her talk to you that way? Beat her up. I can't do that. Fucking punch her, Marcus. Mr. Everyone
2: punches me in the face. Blood is coming down the side of her face. She spits the blood out. Blake slowly starts to wake up and looks over at Mia.
3: Mia, are you okay? Oh,
1: she's fine. Nothing a little punch can't fix. I'll fucking kill you. I'd like to see you try. Blake, the gun.
2: Mr. Everyone snaps his fingers and creates a crack in the cement. The crack gets bigger, and main cop, still attached to the chair, falls through the crack.
1: Fucking mess his shit up! That's better. Oh, Marcus, that was clever. Your powers are coming back.
2: There's a faint sound coming from below. Detective Isaac slowly wakes up and sneaks up to Detective Norman. Take my gun. Shoot
4: him.
3: Mia, I'm so sorry.
4: For what? For not telling you sooner how much I like you. Blake. Blake. Please, not now. Take my gun. I may never get another chance. You will. will. I promise. They hold hands. She passes her gun to him. He
2: rolls over onto his back and takes a shot right at Mr. Everyone's heart. But of course, something happens.
1: Marcus, look out!
2: Fuck! Counterpart takes over Mr. Everyone's body for a split second, taking the bullet. Mr. Everyone falls to the ground, creating a massive boom. The floor is cracking beneath them.
1: You fucking asshole! You just killed me again! No, I just saved all of our asses. Marcus, are you okay? I... I didn't know you could do that. Me either. Get up. Let's finish this.
2: Mr. Everyone creates a massive surge with his hands.
4: How is he gaining all of this power? He remembered everything, and now it's all coming back to him. This is what I told you. I fucked it all up. Stop
3: blaming yourself.
2: Shit, look out! Mr. Everyone stomps his foot, and the entire floor comes crashing down. They all fall to the bottom level of the building, realizing minutes later that they just landed on an abandoned express train line from years ago.
0: Next stop. Mia, you have to stop him. I don't know how. Ow!
1: Just because you're gorgeous doesn't mean I won't fuck you up. Now shut the fuck up. Kill her. I'm not killing her. She will be useful. What's the end result, Marcus? The end result is to rule this universe and get what's coming to them. Oh man, this is the happiest day of my life. Thank God you're back. Ditto. Now what do we do with Blake here? Do whatever you want to me. Don't hurt her.
2: He laughs at him. Mr. Everyone closes his eyes and concentrates. The abandoned train system is now fully running as we hear a train approaching.
0: I thought this line was shut down years ago. It was. It was in the contract for the state house. He's doing it, Mia. You need to stop him before it's too late. Fuck. Fuck! Fuck!
2: Mia, look out! Mr. Everyone grabs her by the throat and is now dangling her off the train tracks. The train is rapidly approaching. She's trying to get free, kicking her legs, trying to hit him.
1: Well, Blake, say goodbye to the one you love. You will never lay eyes on her again. Don't you dare! Let her go! Take me instead! Take me! No, no, no. That would be way too easy. So sorry, dude. It's been real, but she's gotta go. She's been nothing but trouble since the start.
4: Blake, it's okay. Don't worry about me. You'll find another partner who will treat you with love and care. Please, don't. Just let me go. Blake slowly moves towards Mia. Mr. Everyone drops
2: her another inch. The train is seconds away.
0: Mia, whatever you do, don't look.
4: I'm so sorry. I let you down. I I never showed you how I truly cared. Boss? Boss? You are the worst person in the world, but you close cases. That is why I took this job. I wanted to be a better person.
0: Well, thanks. I guess as last goodbyes go, I wanted you on my team for reasons I told you earlier. You are an amazingly great detective, and you go with your gut. Never have I worked with someone who has had so much passion for the job. Thank you. Are you fucking
1: kidding me right now? You're about to die, and this is what you do. Let me finish. Well, she's got the right for that before you kill her. Marcus, don't do it. I beg you. Fuck off, you ass! I'm done listening to you. He
4: lets Mia continue her speech. Train is almost at her. Blake, you are the most thoughtful person in the world. I give you a hard time because I have my guard up. I'm so happy that you are in my life. I can't thank you enough for opening my eyes and my heart. I do love you, and I always will.
3: No, please. Marcus, you can't do this. You can't kill her, please. I love her, and she's the only person I want in my life. I can't can't lose someone else. Marcus, don't do this.
1: Fuck. It's too late, Blake. You didn't act fast enough. This is the price you pay. Now choose a side.
2: Main cop comes loose from his chair and runs towards Mr. Everyone. Let her go, you psycho! Mr. Everyone takes the gun from him with a snap of his fingers, pulls the trigger, and shoots main cop. He goes down, bleeding on the floor.
3: No! Holy fuck! You just killed him! I'll never be on your side! You're a fucking monster! Then bye-bye to everything you love!
2: Mr. Everyone lets Mia drop on the train tracks. The train approaches.
3: Mia! Mia! Fuck, Mia! Hold on! She's
2: falling in slow motion. He runs towards the train tracks. Mr. Everyone creates a wave of air, keeping Blake away from the tracks. The train approaches full speed and runs Mia over. Or, that's what you think. Mr. Everyone hops on the side of the train.
1: I'll be seeing you, Blake. Until next time. So long, ass.
2: Blake looks down at the train tracks and doesn't see Mia's Bonnie. He looks up towards Mr. Everyone.
4: Blake, help me. I love-
3: Mia. Shit, Mia. I'll find you. I-, I promise. I'll never stop. I will always find you.
4: She
2: fades into the distance with Mr. Everyone and the train that has now vanished. You hear Mr. Everyone's evil laugh in the distance. (laughs) Detective Blake runs over to main cop, checking his pulse.
3: Fuck. There's blood everywhere. Fuck. 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 Blake. Fuck. Blake. He struggles. Dude, how are you still alive? He shot you three times in the chest. Shit, let me help you up. He slowly helps his boss up, who looks over.
0: It's not my blood. Someone saved me. Wait, what?
3: Who saved you then? there's, There's no one here. I don't see any. We see someone
2: fade in right next to them, covered in blood. Guys, help me. To be continued.